everyone, and welcome to the Categorically Romance podcast. My name is Sarah. I'm Aaron. And I'm Bree. And there's three of us, and there's a reason. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It may have been announced by the time this comes out, but Aaron is joining us on the podcast forever. <laughs> Forever and forever. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. I love being here. (laughs) Well, we're happy that you're here. (laughs) It is March, and today's episode is very specific because, Sarah, you have been a co-host of March Mystery Madness for how long now? How long has it even been going on? four or five years, I think. It's been a while. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Romantic Suspense is like your baby. So you were like, can we do a Romantic Suspense? And it's like, well, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so both of y'all, what is kind of your, well, Sarah, we know you love it. Aaron, where do you stand on romantic suspense? So romantic suspense, I'm actually just starting my very first one. So I have quite a few on my shelf, but I just haven't gotten to them yet. And I I started one last night because I knew we were recording this episode. But you've been reading Intrigue, have you not? Yes, I have read. So uh, I've read Julianne Lindsay's Intrigues yeah. um, and Denise and Wheatley's one of one of hers. Very so, specific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Sarah, when did you? Because you didn't start with romantic suspense. When did you? Do you remember picking up your first one or how you got into I it? I have been reading them. I can remember. I can remember specifically picking one up at the cottage that my aunt had left or my grandmother had left that they'd read, and it was by Linda Turner. I remember the author because it's the same name as my mom's cousin but it was a silhouette romantic suspense and we have to be going back 15 years at least at least you did a lot of cottage reading because the cottage is where you started reading harlequin on your way to the cottage is how you started reading it anyway Sandy would bring these bags to my grandmother and grandma would read them and then she'd just leave them sitting on the shelf. Yeah. And then I would go up on the weekend and be like, oh, look, reading, you know, like. Yeah, I'm just saying, Sarah, this is a women's fiction series that you need to write. Okay? <laughs> I, know, <right? laughs> I, in true me fashion, did a little bit of research. So I'm going to mm-hmm. throw some some dates and stuff out there and y'all just chime in. So mm-hmm. doing the podcast, I've learned from Sarah and just talking to some of the authors. I think we've had like Rayanne Thane and I think one or two other authors that wrote when it was into moments. So mm-hmm. 1983 was a big year. Silhouette Intimate Moments began in June of 83. Then, okay, Harlequin starts releasing two books each in three new lines at the time. Harlequin Gothic, Harlequin Regency, and Harlequin Romantic Suspense. But the Harlequin Romantic Suspense then is unrelated to what we have today. Um, the one we have today was born out of Intimate Moments, which at this point began the month prior. So the two books in the Harlequin Romantic Suspense line were reprints from the Mystique line published by Harlequin's imprint worldwide. And the Mystique lines were books translated into English from French romantic suspense novelists. Okay. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. For like what I found online, like mystery is pretty much second to romance in the fiction world is like bestseller. So romance at the Mm -hmm. time was like, let's capitalize on this. So the phrase romantic suspense on the cover makes its debut on Ruth Wynn's book, Juliet's Law, mm-hmm. which is book 1435 in the line. The last time we see intimate moments on the cover is Shadow Hunter by Linda Conrad. I was doing some digging on I have that book. Fiction DB. <laughs> I have that book. <laughs> and that's 1450 in the line. So, yep. and then it's her lawman on call by our girl Marie Farella. Farinella. Fer- yep. Mrs. Miss Marie, yep. book 1451, where we no longer see intimate moments on right. the cover. 
just silhouette romantic suspense. This Mm -hmm. is around February of 2007. My Mm -hmm. God. And then from what I can see, Stephanie Doyle's The Doctor's Deadly Affair was the last silhouette romantic suspense in March 2011, book 1650 in the line. And then in April of 2011, we get Always a Hero by Justine Davis, which is book 1651 in the line, which is the first Harlequin romantic suspense. So like I said, we get Harlequin Gothic in 1983. It releases 18 books from July 1983 through April 1988. And I just like to mention Gothic because at the time that was romance and suspense. It wasn't like a thing together. Um, And then Intrigue began in 1984, which is so fascinating. I don't know why I assumed Intrigue was like newer than romance romantic suspense but technically it came before the romantic suspense that we have today Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) and then harlequin bought silhouette in the 1980s i the only date that i could find was on a website that said it was 1984 and then also i just wanted to mention this one silhouette shadows began in 1993 i don't know why i thought shadows was older but it offered paranormal gothic and romantic suspense stories 13 Mm -hmm. years before the nocturne line Mm -hmm. many believe according to this website that i was reading that shadows was a line ahead of its time which may explain why it only lasted a few years So that's a little bit of the romantic suspense history that I could find for Harlequin specifically. I'm sure there were probably other lines out there from other publishers because there were tons of publishers back at this time. But I thought it was interesting, especially the intrigue. I felt like intrigue was a lot newer, but technically no. (laughs) Yeah, I was kind of surprised on that too. And it's I found an old intrigue illustrated cover. And that's when I realized like, oh, this is this is actually a lot older than I thought. Yeah. So I wonder, Sarah, if you've read any of those older intrigues. Yes. Was it the intrigue that we have today where it's more intrigue than romance? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There was one I was reading earlier this month. Unfortunately, I didn't get it finished because I ended up in hospital. But um, The Key by Rebecca Flanders, which is actually the very, very first intrigue ever. And there was a romance in there, like romance, I'm using air quotes, because she was like thinking that this professor guy was hot and he was thinking that she was sexy but the whole thing was the mystery that was just like okay mm-hmm. we're solving this mystery but you know if, if you're not busy later you know and, and you want to <laughs> yeah. i'm down for that but there's definitely more of a mystery at this so point. intrigue has always been intrigue correct Correct. Wow, that's mm-hmm. so interesting. And yeah, they really, really, and I mean, some of the things, like, I have a lot of the older ones, like, I love collecting the older ones anytime I see them. Like you said, Erin, you know, like those illustrated covers, there's just something about them. And it's funny because maybe I'll do, when this episode goes up, I'll do a picture for the Instagram. But the old, um, like, that very first one, the cover of it, and it's from the 80s, you've got your main couple on the cover, then there's, like, this little secondary picture of something happening in the corner, right, on the cover. And just yesterday, Yesterday, I was at the thrift store and I hauled a whole bunch of old Nancy Drews from the 80s. The covers are the same. You get Nancy doing something big in the center and then this secondary picture. And I'm like, these covers are identical. Wow. Like, in a way. Does that make sense? It was really, really interesting to look at books from the same time period. One for YA and one for adults. But the covers were very similar. So I'll have to do a a shot of that for everybody because it's really neat. I have. I remember... I feel like it's safe to say like the biggest romance booktuber at this point. I won't say her name, but y'all know 
who I'm talking about, the yeah. biggest, <laughs> who like came on the scene literally a couple of years ago. I mean, great content, but I just remember a video where she said she doesn't really read romantic suspense, which is fine because if she wants suspense, she'll just go read a thriller. Mm-hmm. And I know that I was hesitant because I was like, well, how are you going to do both? Right? But it can be done and it's done all the time and it's done well all the time. But I mean, what are y'all's thoughts? Like, why do you think it is kind of the subgenre that, I mean, do you think, I feel like it's kind of shat on a little bit, like slept on? It's not one that you see it all over the place. It's one that gets the, the note, like what it should be getting. Yeah. And I, in my experience in just being on the social medias and things like that, it doesn't seem like it gets pushed as much either. You don't see the, you know, the cover reveals and the release date announcements and stuff for the the romantic suspense lines like you do for the others. Mm-hmm. Think of every action movie that you've ever watched. Like off the top of my head, I don't know why this is coming to me as the one, but Bad Boys with uh, Will Smith and yeah. Martin Lawrence, right? <laughs> yeah. There is a love story in there. Yeah. But yet the entire plot of the movie is them saving this chicky from whatever it was. That's a romantic suspense. Yeah. There's uh-huh. a romance in there, but the bigger plot point is guns and boats and cars and the things, right? Right. right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that far of a disconnect. Yeah. And the thing is, even within standalone romance, you know, you don't see it as often, exactly as you said, Aaron, you don't see it as much. Uh, Laura Griffin writes some great romantic suspense, Kat Martin, BJ Daniels, you know, like there are some great standalone that people are sleeping on, in my opinion, because they're really good. We wanted to talk books today. So who's going to go first? Who has the first recommendation? I can only recommend this one that I just started and it's Tempted by the Badge by Deborah Fletcher Mello. And I was hooked right away on chapter one on this. It has to do with a female high school teacher that gets falsely accused of having a sexual relationship with one of her students. Oh gosh. And I'm just <laughs> like, I'm just sold right away. I'm like, well, she didn't do this. Like who's this awful person trying to pin this crime on her? And yeah, so I'm, I'm very excited to keep reading it. Sarah, do you have buzzwords? Like if you, like, I know cold case is big right now. Like what cold are some of your buzzwords? Right now, but no, it, it, I, you know, every month when Harlequin, you know, the new books come out, my three that I check are Intrigue, Romantic Suspense, and Special Edition. Those are the first three that I go and look at. I'm like, we've got new books coming out. For me, it's yes, it's not so much buzzwords as it is authors. Okay. If I see Carla Cassidy, if I see Nicole Helm, if Julianne Lindsay, BJ Daniels, I'm just like, give me the book right now. But <laughs> you're asking me to uh, to uh, uh, give some here. So New Orleans Noir by Joanna Wayne, which came out, I think, back in 2019. It's an intrigue novel. It was good. It was a standalone, took place in New Orleans. New Orleans is a buzzword. Places tend to be buzzwords for me. You know this, Brie. New Orleans, uh, Alaska, stuff like that, right? And this one, it was very goth that there was someone following her like it didn't get supernatural per se but it just almost becomes that because of the setting Mm -hmm. and it was really really good highly recommend that one my first one i have found out that if it feels paranormal-ish and there's romantic suspense it's a kink for me so (laughs) (laughs) i will do that all day so darkwood manor by jenna ryan and this was a harlequin intrigue and it was part of the shivers miniseries Mm -hmm. and the little blurb said the manor house wasn't the only thing that was dark and mysterious on the back 
FBI sharpshooter who can't break away from his past and doesn't want history to repeat itself. And Darkwood Manor's new owner, Isabella Ross. And I was just, I mean, felt very gothic romance to me. And I was like, just give it to me. I bought the entire series on thriftbooks.com. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it didn't really get paranormalish in a way. It's just the setting. It's that house, that manor house on the cove, a little bit of a mystery. And I mean, I loved it. I loved the dark atmosphere tone to it. So I don't know. I feel like intrigue once upon a time really kind of like teetered that line they between, did. you know, paranormal or well, not even paranormal, gothic and romantic suspense. They did. And I loved it. Check those out, you guys. Go find those books. Yeah, those, the, the, <laughs> the Mystique weren't the only ones. There was um, another series that I've collected some of called Fear Familiar. Mm. And they all featured this black cat that was like the, this uh, familiar. It, they were and this black. is part of the intrigue this was intrigue oh wow yeah yeah yeah. wow so check those out (laughs) all right so i've got another one and it's actually a series and it's the tactical crime division traverse city so julian Lindsay wrote the um impact zone in that i can't remember where in the series it is but it's really interesting that it's this this investigation unit and you know each person gets their romance and everything so if you really like that you know wanting you know to follow the side characters and the follow-ups and see their story it's a great one yeah oh man i'm kicking myself i remember you guys doing videos about that series and i meant to get them and i never got them they are available on audio all of them the entire thing i I got the entire thing as a bind up on audio okay all four books it was really good really i feel like we're starting to see more harlequin audio books they were yeah yeah, they did do a lot of audio for a while but now they are again and i'm so excited to see it yeah Mm -hmm. i see a lot of nocturne on audio but they're like on audible only so yeah that's the thing and i see a lot of um presents as well presents and desire tend to be big on audio intrigue is becoming more i I have not seen any um heartwarming i read jacqueline thomas's first one on audio yeah Mm -hmm. i would like i would love more heartwarming on audio come on it's expensive (laughs) but i feel like that could be a very big market for harlequin it could Oh, absolutely. I could. You know, if anybody, if anybody's listening, (laughs) if like, I'm just thinking like, you know, you got your four books that are coming out or your six books for special edition coming out, put all six out in one bind up on audio. (laughs) I would buy the hell out of that. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying, just saying. So I mentioned BJ Daniels because she is a tried and true favorite of mine. She has been writing for Intrigue for forever. If you love cowboy romance, this is cowboy romance with mystery. It's just delightful. It's great. Um, The one series, I mean, she has done, she's the queen of this, but uh, the White Horse Montana series, it's a long running series that she's been doing and she does like spinoffs of that one series. It's fabulous. Just check them out. They're great. And they're all by her. Yeah, all by BJ Daniels. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like you have to be really good at the game to like have a long going series like that and then do spinoffs. Like I think of Maisie Yates with freaking Gold Valley and now we're at like Carson's Rock or something, but like every book is so good. Yeah, and, and with BJ Daniels as well, she also does other series, like the one that I'm reading right now, which is a standalone outside of the category, is the Buckhorn Montana series. Everything she does is set in Montana. And this one, the one that I was reading, it was called Before Buckhorn. It comes middle of the series. But there's this mysterious guy who opens this shop in town, and all the windows are papered over, and people get invites to go to the store, and then something happens, and they end up killing people. It's 
I, I'm just like, <laughs> I, I just had to know what the hell is happening. But then there's also this romance, like, like yeah. very much secondary. So good. So she is the queen. She is amazing. I mean, I feel like this is a no, but do you have a preference over like the more Montana wild country setting or like the more city type settings? Like which one do you feel like has you on the edge of your seat a little bit more? Because I love those creepy small towns like we got with Denise and Wheatley's first book. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But man, the Katie Richards and like the New York City setting, I'm like, this is creepy. <laughs> so do you have they a each preference? They each their own, I think. They yeah. They their yeah. own. Exactly as you said. My next one is... The Witch's Initiation by L. James, and it's a Harlequin Nocturne 147. This is a romance between a Chicago undercover cop, Cal Black, and Deem Shaddix. Her sister attends a private college and has recently joined a sorority and then shortly after has gone missing. There's a lot of witchcraft in this. I loved it. Again, I love when you can combine romantic suspense and paranormal. This is a little bit of a second chance romance between them. I can't remember the specifics, but they've had a thing once before, so that was always fun. And I just fell down like the L. James rabbit hole after that. I was like, what else (laughs) has this woman written and want to read, want to read, want to read. So again, dig into some of those nocturnes. They have that romantic suspense element in there. And I I really enjoyed this. And I feel like there was a novella that I read prior or after this. I can't remember, but just check into it. The Witch's Initiation by L. James. What I have next is another Julianne Lindsay, no surprise, but this is a whole series. It's the Heartland Heroes Intrigue series that she did. My favorite was Kentucky Crime Ring, which was the third in the series, I believe. And just, it's a family of first responders and they each get their own story. However, trigger warnings, it's always very heavy subject matter that has to do with the mystery element in it. So, you know, step in cautiously there. But another fun thing to note on this, the most recent book in the series that's coming out, the female main character is based off a member in uh, one of uh, my book clubs that I'm in. (laughs) Yes, yes. And it's kind of awesome. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I feel like we have to do a plug. Like listeners, Aaron and Sarah are eventually going to have an episode with author Julianne Lindsay. And I am fangirling Mm -hmm. already. I mean, she just sounds like a boss when it comes to the business. Yep. Oh, yeah. She's always putting out books. Y'all are always like, oh, we're reading the new Julianne Lindsay. And I'm like, yeah. you guys just talked about she a new like book last month. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, romantic suspense, cozy mysteries, like she's just like in this lane and killing it. Yep. So I cannot wait. I cannot wait to hear y'all talk yeah, about same. it. Yeah, same. So excited about that fun. one. And I can't not talk about a recommendation without recommending Heather Graham. I mean, Heather Graham is the queen. Of course. She wrote back when it was still Silhouette Intimate Moments. She summoned, I think her book, her first book, uh, Night Moves, might have been like the fifth book in the series, I think. Wow. But the one I want to recommend is called um, Matter of Circumstance. And I read it last year and I still talk about this book to everybody because it was so 1980s. It was, I mean, they mentioned Miami Vice. They mentioned (laughs) John Denver. Like, it's just (laughs) all the things. But the whole book, it's like pretty much about this woman who gets kidnapped and put on this boat and there's a cop who follows and nobody knows who anyone else is. Everyone's lying who they are. And all it reminded me of was that movie from the 80s, Overboard, with um, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Yeah, yeah. There were funny bits in this book. I mean, even though it was a very serious subject matter, there were some funny moments where like she wasn't telling him who she was. She was pretending to have amnesia. You know, I mean, it was just so, so good. (laughs) And the great thing about Heather Graham's books, because she's so well known, everything has been reprinted. 
you can easily go mm-hmm. on Amazon right now and get a copy for the Kindle for like next to nothing and read it and enjoy it. So highly recommend any of her stuff. And plug, this is Heather Graham March here on the Categorical yes. Romance Podcast in celebration yes. of Sarah's birthday, which was literally yesterday. It was <laughs> yesterday. We're recording this. So happy belated birthday. Happy birthday, Thank Sarah. You. And we did get a question on Instagram. We're not telling you a specific title, listeners. Just pick up a Heather Graham category and read it this month. Anything that you want. Yes, anything. And yeah. email us at the Categorically Romance Pod at Gmail. Tell us what title you read yep, at the end yep. of the month. We would love to know and shout out some of the titles. So, because I'm reading an intrigue, Aaron, you're reading a. Uh, so it's double entendre. So I'm not sure which line it originally printed in. I yeah okay. I think that might have been intimate moments, but I can't remember exactly. And oh for you're reading a nocturne. Am I right? I am. Yes. Yeah. So we're all reading from a different line, which I think is fabulous. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That was I gonna love be it. So much fun. I love it. <laughs> Um, okay, so this is one that I didn't even think we like ab- think about putting onto the list, but AKA Goddess by Evelyn Vaughn. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that did have a mystery element <laughs> that had in it, a didn't it? Mystery. <laughs> so, this was part of Silhouette Bombshell's line. It followed a mythology professor, Magdalene. Magdalene is that how you say Mary Magdalene? Forgive me, <laughs> forgive me, Lord. With a, so she has a family legend that connects her to a goddess and charges her with recovering the Grail she that was hid away ages ago and there are powerful people who have heard the story and are determined to destroy the grail at any cost including the heroine's life so yeah i mean the entire bombshell line i i mean when we talk with stacy agder and she's like it's just like romantic thrillers so dig into those backlists if you know you're looking for something romantic suspense i feel like yeah. And I think those had a higher page count too, so you get a, yeah. a little yeah. more, little more mystery in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were they were kind of chunky. <laughs> <laughs> Like chunky. <laughs> in, the, in the best way possible. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the one that I want to talk about is one that I read last year. I had to double check when I wrote it, read it, excuse me. It's called The Last Resort by Janice K. Johnson, and it is an intrigue novel. It's a standalone. It's about this woman who shows up at this resort thinking that she's gonna like get some time away. Turns out this militia group has taken over of and course. they <laughs> kidnap her. And of course, one guy in the group isn't he's an actual cop infiltrating the group but the suspense in this one there are scenes at the end where they steal a car and they're driving through this very dense wooded forest and they're having to hide from the it's it was literally on the edge of your seat it was fantastic highly recommend that one oh my gosh sarah i can just imagine you like laying in the bed with one of your cats reading this book and i'd be like shaking (laughs) you'd be freaking out and i'm like "Ooh, csi's on next (laughs) (laughs) sipping your tea and doing a stitch and i'm like (laughs) so i want to recommend the mystere parish series by janet delion i cannot like not recommend it it's an intrigue series there's the reckoning the vanishing and the awakening guys like if you're into creepy settings again sarah mentioned new orleans this is set in louisiana like in the bayous Mm -hmm. there is like bayou mythology and culture all throughout this series yep and I loved it. It's it's dark. It's creepy. It's very suspenseful. I mean, you are literally in like the person that they are hunting that like they're searching for. You get their perspective. Yes, it was just so good. Like if Jana Delion is in your knitting circle, please tell her. We would love to, to talk to her. <laughs> She the also whole, writes, three books are fantastic. She also writes cozy mysteries, which is yes. absolutely delightful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If she's in your knitting circle, please. Okay. Just tell her. Please. To hit us up. Please. <laughs> <laughs> 
I also wanted to mention the Keepers series, which is another Nocturne one. So we have the Keepers by Heather Graham, the Shifters by mm-hmm. Alexandra Sokoloff, the Woven by Deborah LeBlanc, and then Do You Fear What I Fear by Heather Graham. And then there's a yes. Christmas Christmas anthology at the end, which I have seen on, well, all of these are on audio. So go check out Audible. And then if you enjoy this series, there is a spinoff, The Keepers in LA, which is where I started. And oh my God, it has one of my favorite books ever by Alexandra Sokoloff. I loved it. Keeper of the Shadows. So mm-hmm. check those out. All of them have romantic suspense in it. Again, it's just like per- perfect balance, romantic suspense and paranormal. So check those out. Yeah. Yeah. Did we have any romantic, like love inspired suspense? Like I know you. Oh, you, you know what? Thank you, Brie. I, I meant to. I can, uh, I can shout yeah, out. Well, um, go ahead, Aaron. Yeah, it's Out of the Ashes by Anne Galbraith. It's so she is uh, also Kim Finley in the heartwarming line. But yeah, it's it's the only love inspired that uh, I've read so far. But but I loved it. It was it was really fun. Yeah, I, there's like a it's like this powerful scene in there where the hero. It's like first chapter. He's like basically she knows he just got out of the jail. The heroine's like the sheriff and he's like, I'll be at church on Sunday, but I'm going to find out who killed my family. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you just got out of jail and you're tell- telling this to the sheriff. Okay. You know, you do, you do. <laughs> the ones for me, I've read a lot of the, the uh, Love Inspired Suspense and I like them a lot again because I love the suspense stuff, but every pretty much every month they have another book in like this canine unit series that they're doing and they're like all these different canine unit series like Capital Canine unit they had one that was set in brooklyn new york and they all involve like the dog and then their handler and it's usually there are six book series that follows like an overarching plot but you can read each book as a standalone if you wanted to it wouldn't mm-hmm. you know they're they're self-contained stories but there is an overarching plot however i actually do have when it comes to the um love inspired suspense i really love the amish books there's just something to me about the fact that these amish people are dealing with <laughs> Suspense, you know, like because you would think it's like the safe place, right? right? You know, um, the one that I want to talk about is by Allison Stone. It's the first book in the Apple Creek series. It's called Plain Pursuit, and it's about a woman whose brother is killed in an Amish town. So she's not Amish. She's actually um, just like the sister and an FBI agent comes in. So it's not involving two Amish people per se, but her brother's murdered in an Amish town. And it's fantastic. It was really, really good. I feel like romantic suspense is this subgenre that if you want to see kind of like what was going on in the world, it's like the perfect subgenre of romance to kind of read through because... I mean, now, like when you read like Katie's books or Denise's books, it's like very technology heavy. And that is like the world that we live in. So crime has had to shift and pivot into like this different, you know, playing field. And it's just like, I I really want to read the Love Inspired Suspense books. I have not read one yet. I haul them like crazy because their covers are actually Their covers are gorgeous. Yeah. They're the ones that like really grab me. Uh, And I just want to see how they balance the crime with the faith. Like, how would you kind of describe that? Same as with the regular love inspired, in my opinion, you get some that are, and this is not a shot on anyone. Some are a bit more preachy than others. Okay. It's just the nature of the game. It depends on what author you're reading. Um, And I think definitely my biggest issue as someone who is of not of that faith per se, that sometimes for me, I do get the eye roll moment where it's like, well, you know, we're in danger. Let's just leave it in God's hands. No, 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 no. Don't go in the basement. You know, 
for praying at that point in time to whomever it is you need to pray to. But, but something needs some, to be done. Do something as well, you know? like <laughs> Pray while you're doing something. Precisely, you can do both. But there are some authors that really rely very heavily on that God will save us faith element. And okay. that's fine because yeah. there are people that that is geared towards, you know? But for me, Do you have an idea? So Do you remember when Love Inspired Suspense came? Like, I didn't even look into that. Okay, so they came out in June of 2005. Wow, okay. July of 2005, excuse me, was the first okay. one. So not, I mean, what, well, we're saying not that long. That's what, over 15 years? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 1990 was only like 10 years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> that's how it feels to me. <laughs> What are you talking about? I'm still watching Hey Arnold like it just came right. out. Yeah. The 80s was when? <laughs> I know. I know. We're literally in 2022. I know. I know. <laughs> I love the, the covers on Love Inspired Suspense of just like, oh, burning down barn? Get in the Walmart buggy. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to actually read them. And I love that they do like the bind ups. They do they Agreed. do the like two in one. So yeah, check out Love Inspired. And suspense. the one thing that you were saying earlier about the whole um technology element. I know Steve Donahue talked about this when he was talking about um uh March Mystery Madness, how sometimes it can actually be more difficult now to write a mystery. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. you have that element that you can pick up your phone and find out the answer to your question. You know, I was joking about this with my brother a few years ago, that Stephen King movie, they are book, they re-released it into a movie Gerald's Game, where yes. he ties her to the bed and then dies. And mm -hmm. I'm like, but if they made that today, all she'd be like, Hello, Siri, call nine one one. And the yeah. book is over. <laughs> yeah. Alexa. <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> All the cops. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. But it does. And, and I have to give authors credit because back in the day, they didn't, you as an author wouldn't have needed to know as much as you would need to know now, like a Denise and Wheatley or a Katie Richards. They need to do research yeah. before they mm -hmm. start writing these books. And Katie Julianne is like as well. Researching you know? gun laws. Can you take the gun across the state here? Yeah, right? And like, <laughs> what? <laughs> This is, a, this is a crime novel, but I mean, right. obviously there's stuff that you need to was know. It, was it Denise posted the other day on Instagram a meme and it said like, what's the difference between a serial killer's Google history and, uh, and an <laughs> author's no difference? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> exactly the same. <laughs> and I think that that's one of the reasons why I just want more people to read the books because, you know, historical romance authors catch a lot of flack for, Correct. oh, it's not historically accurate. So do mm -hmm. romantic suspense authors. Authors. I mean, the amount of like ex-cops and ex-investigators and military that probably read their books and are like, yeah, no, that probably really wouldn't happen. Yeah. They have to worry about those types of things too. I mean, this is this is true crime we're talking about. So yeah. And I mean, you see a lot of romantic suspense authors. I mean, a couple off top, like Katie Richards is a lawyer. Is that yeah, correct? Am I remember a, yeah. that right? And Lindsay McKenna, who's huge, is former yeah. military. So, I mean, she writes what she knows. You know, she mm -hmm. knows military, right? So they do have, like, these are not just, you know, women at home just writing these fancifully. They know their stuff. Yeah. You know? And I think it's cool when we see, like, Anna J. Stewart, who writes for Heartwarming, yes. but also writes yes. Romantic Suspense. Yes. I think Jacqueline Thomas has a love-inspired suspense coming out. So that's totally different from Heartwarming. I mean, you know, they're still kind of similar. Similar, but it's just the suspense element. Like I wouldn't expect you to be writing that. So I R think T -T it's cool. TTQ. She writes under yeah. both, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's fabulous. 
So I'm excited to talk Heather Graham with you. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. There's going to be a lot of crime and paranormal conversation going that's on right, at the end of the right. month. <laughs> so listeners, again, if you read along with us this month, send us, you know, the titles that you've read and what your thoughts to our email. Check the show notes. All of our information is down there. We would love to hear from you. We will chat with you in our next episode. Have a lovely day. Bye.